Welcome back, folks, to another episode of Her Story. How are we doing today, Allie? Doing well. That's great to hear. Today, we will be talking about the Vietnam War, but more specifically, an important military tactic employed by the United States in fighting the war, Agent Orange. Right. We're going to be going over the history of Agent Orange, its effects, and foreign policy regarding compensation and relations between the U.S. and Vietnam today. Jumping straight in. First, some background on the Vietnam War. The Vietnam War was fought between the communist government of North Vietnam and the Democratic Republic of South Vietnam in the 1950s to the 1970s. Notably, South Vietnam was heavily supported politically and financially by the United States. As you may know, the Cold War was intensifying worldwide at this time, and the Vietnam War played a role in the larger world stage of conflict between the United States and the Soviet Union. Right. With the Cold War, the U.S. became more firm in its policies against allies of the Soviet Union, so in 1955, American President Dwight D. Eisenhower pledged his support to South Vietnam. Over 3 million people, including about 58,000 Americans, were killed during the Vietnam War, and notably, more than half of the dead were Vietnamese civilians. Unlike the more well-known napalm, which is a gel-like fuel mixture that was used in bombs, Agent Orange was a mixture of herbicides used by the U.S. Army during the war. It mainly consisted of a dangerous chemical called dioxin. Dioxin not only takes a long time to break down once it is in the environment, but is also extremely toxic and has long-lasting pernicious health effects. According to the Environmental Protection Agency, Exposure could lead to cancer, developmental or reproductive problems, and hormone interference. In the Vietnam War, Agent Orange was used as a military weapon to target and destroy the agriculture of Vietnam. Planes flew over large rural areas in the country and sprayed Agent Orange in a process called ranch hand, which involved the defoliation of trees and other shrubs to kill food crops and greenery being used to provide cover for the enemy. You can think of it as a weed killer, except much stronger. It was powerful enough to destroy the jungle with levels of dioxin that has rendered it one of the most dangerous chemicals ever made. It seeped into the ground and water, so when enemies cooked and drank, they consumed the deadly chemicals. In total, it is estimated that around 19 million gallons of these herbicides were sprayed, mainly in Vietnam, although also in the nearby areas of Laos and Cambodia. Though production of Agent Orange halted in the 1970s and is not used today, the downstream effects of dioxin continue to have detrimental impacts towards those involved in the war and their descendants even 50 years later. That's true, Chloe. Today, birth defects in areas where Agent Orange was sprayed are three or more times higher than in other places. Because the effects of the dioxin can be passed down generationally, younger Vietnamese citizens are forced to carry with them the effects of a war that happened half a century ago, while the rest of the world has moved on. That is truly disheartening. To add on to your point about dioxin transmission, Agent Orange is believed to lead to many mutations. However, this has only been proven in mice and is a difficult claim to validate in humans. For example, in 2004, around 100 Vietnamese citizens sued 30 chemical companies to seek compensation for exposure to Agent Orange during the Vietnam War. American veterans who were exposed to Agent Orange during the war filed a similar lawsuit in 1979, and in 1984, several companies that created Agent Orange agreed to pay $180 million in compensation to U.S. veterans or their children. 2006 was the first time Vietnamese citizens requested legal compensation for the use of Agent Orange, around 30 to 40 years after the original events even happened, and 20 years after Americans recognized that Agent Orange had led to severe disabilities for many of those who served in Vietnam. 
Despite around $197 million in a settlement fund being awarded to Americans years prior, the Vietnamese lost the case because the U.S. court stated that the use of Agent Orange didn't violate the rules of war and that the U.S. manufacturers were not aware of all the human health problems it would cause. As one can see, this double standard in how American versus Vietnamese victims were treated by the court system raises an issue of equity and reparations. But fast forwarding to today, the U.S. has recently finished a five-year, $110 million program that cleaned soil at the Da Nang International Airport, which was the central airbrace in Vietnam used for storing and spraying Agent Orange. Despite this, even today, the U.S.'s help is not directly connected to Agent Orange, and neither the U.S. nor Vietnam has an official statement that constitutes a person affected by Agent Orange. According to the U.S. Institute of Peace, the U.S. government statements note that disability assistance is being provided regardless of cause on the basis that it is hard to prove that disabilities caused in a person are a consequence of Agent Orange exposure. Based on limited studies that have been done, the Vietnam Red Cross states that 3 million people have been affected by Agent Orange, of whom 150,000 are children with birth defects. And doctors are still worried about areas heavily contaminated with dioxin, such as the Da Nang Air Base, which has dioxin levels 350 times higher than international safety standard. The only thing separating the Vietnamese population from this area is a small fence, so one can infer the chemicals continue to be able to penetrate into Vietnam's food and water supply. Today, still no test can identify a genetic illness that has been caused by Agent Orange, meaning people often can't prove that they were exposed to the chemical and thus cannot receive any compensation from the Vietnam government. If we think about this on a cultural level, an unreported world documentary found that there is a stigma around victims within communities in Vietnam today. According to a Vietnamese citizen, birth defects potentially caused by Agent Orange are seen as the parents doing something bad to result in God sending a deformed child. Many of these families are already very poor, so the additional stigma is another burden on their well-being. This is why it is so important that we talk about this today. I totally agree with you. It's important to continue to bring awareness to what we as Americans can do to acknowledge and amend for the severe health effects and havoc wreaked on the Vietnamese community. To conclude this episode of the podcast, we want to quote Fan Shuang Dung, a researcher at the Institute of Southeast Asian Studies in Singapore. He meaningfully states that this issue is not just an issue of developmental assistance. It is about resolving a legacy between the two countries so that we can have amicable and long-lasting friendship. It is essentially about investing in our future. Thanks for tuning in to another episode of Her Story. Join us next week as we talk about the history of women justices on the Supreme Court and discuss the implications of the Roe v. Wade ruling. Mm-hmm.